This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> I noticed that on those, those, are the, uh, those are the old pods. I was, going, I was listening back to some of the intros. Because that's that's the, the only bit where I shine. So I was, I was going back listening, <laughs> listening, to, listening to some of them, and I was alarmed by how many just had this like, just you can hear you clicking away with us. Like, I assume you're yeah. clicking. Yeah, must be. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can hear this now. To be honest. Yeah. Oh, this is going oh. out live. Anyway, let's let's do the intro. Play, <laughs> r- r- run titles. <laughs> Five. Four, three, two, one. Awkward. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Staff the Gower War, your weekly suggested serving of county news, views and thrillingly opinions. Absolutely no live football at all anywhere to speak of tonight, so I'm sure we'll have everybody's attention. So, so awkward, isn't it? I'm Nick Lee, joined as ever by a man who possesses all of the warmth, compassion and charisma that I sadly lack. It is, of course, Russ Johnson. Hello, Russ. Russ C. Johnson, sorry. Yeah. Russ C. Johnson, Russ C. yes. Johnson, the third. Yes, no, the first. I think the first, the first. yeah, must be the first, yeah. First of his name. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, oh, mate. You're doing you? mate. You're good, you, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, you, you're good. You're going to ask me. But yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. How that's are you? Thing, right, we'll wrap it up there then. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's doing good. That's fine. There's no one else to ask. Oh, they're polishing the award. It's just... I know, I know, I know. Oh. They, th- they think it's clever. Yeah. They think it's big yeah. and they think it's clever. Look at that. Should we tell you what this is? Uh, well, we, went to, we went to the Northwest Football Awards. Um, when was it? November? Yeah, I can't remember. It was yeah. like, you know, it's just like a run of the mill. Anyway, we were up against some, like, because <laughs> we do a podcast about Oldham called the Boundary Park Alert System. We were, we were up against, what were they called? Some other, where were they? Uh, City, 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 half a million followers. City what? and Altrincham, wasn't it? No. And Salford. Uh, Mahat. Anyway, we won. I don't know. So there you go. 
Well yeah. done. I mean, we, we were actually at, well. I can't speak for us as much as I like to. He's. Uh, I was. I was very happy for you. We we we, we released a special <laughs> podcast of that, and you can hear me cheering it louder than than you two. But if you're going to be like that, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you. I hope you trip over in your studio and it goes up your ass, and you have to have an awkward. Conversation in casual things. We've already had that like awkward that. conversation with Matt and Arsis <laughs> and Awards. It's just not a good place to be. It just about four hours in A and E. It just you. about fits. No, <laughs> Show off. Like a pe- it's like the penny on it. You know those two P machines. It, it slides stinks. right in. Anyway, thanks for having us on again, oh, lads. And it was so- a good night, wasn't it? It was a good fun. It was good fun, though. So for, we probably we probably need to introduce you for the people that don't know who you are. <laughs> uh, that 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 would be that would be a start, wouldn't it? So uh, this. What do you mean? I don't know who we are. Fucking award Heathens. Jesus. <laughs> Go on. There might be the odd one, I suppose. Yeah, there's probably going to be the odd one. So tonight <laughs> we welcome Matt and Dave from the Boundary Park Alert System, a Oldham Athletic podcast. It's been going. I don't know what five minutes. I think I said on the night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably, probably the best podcast in non-league, I'd say. I'd say yeah. it is, yeah, 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 yeah. ever, yeah, ever, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. no, yeah, because we've taken it up a level since we went into the football league. So, yeah, yeah. we're not, we're not the same beast that we were. Yeah. It's debatable. But yeah. <laughs> so, what we're going to do tonight? We're going to talk about England a bit. We'll probably wrap that up pretty quickly because it's because we're out. So. <laughs> um, and then we'll talk uh, about Oldham and County. Um, and just have a bit of a laugh, seeing as it's near near Christmas, and and you've got a free night, and you've got um, you've got your phone in straight after this, haven't you? We with yeah, with with, with Ibby. Yeah. Hey. Ibby's the man in the he's a man in the know, Ibby. So I know. We'll I've, looking, I've, I know. We'll be looking forward to getting some of his um some of his nuggets of yeah. Info. I, I I do enjoy looking at Dave's uh, Dave's face when Ibby's talking. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's an ulcer. It's a, a, a stomach ulcer. It just sort of kicks in as he turns up, and it's like, and it's, it's difficult. Um, what was this? It sounded like you farted. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. I did that before. Um, yeah. And not normally you've got your oldham kit on, haven't you? Have you got are you gonna go if you got a what have you got to go change yeah, in wardrobe? Got a, yeah, got a makeup with our award-winning makeup artist, uh <laughs> foot massage, and then Dave puts of, Dave's puts corns out in the corridor the out fluffer there. We, is we, ready outside, we do and then we're, and we're ready to we? go with the top on, top. pants off. Just below her, we wear our pants, but it's fine. Yeah, it's all good. It's one thing, the good thing about t- like the, the, the you can't smell, it stinks of deep heat in here before uh, for one of our podcasts, doesn't it? And during it, we yeah. massage it into our thighs and stuff, mm. which is nice. Mm. Isn't it, Dave? Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. It's a chilling image. <laughs> <laughs> harrowing, harrowing image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh. So, anyway. England, England, let's talk yeah. about England. Um, what was your take on it? Are you? I, t- I tell you what. Let's start with: Are you are you Southgate in or out? Well, yeah, we have a slightly different opinion on this, don't we? I suppose you go first, and then I'll, I'll give you my my. Yeah, and then, I, then you'll tell me why I'm wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I've only ever been to watch England in one tournament, one game, right? And it was probably the worst game you could have picked. It was the um, the Slovenia game in France. Uh, 2016 at the Euros. It was we were we'd already qualified. Uh, it was nil nil. It was under Hodgson. It was abysmal. Like we really were poor. 
And I think what Southgate, what Southgate has done along with the FA, like they've put a plan in place, haven't they? And they've transformed the England team. They, you know, we got to right quarterfinals this this time, beat by France. There's no disgrace in that. Um, Italy, okay. I, I I said at the time that was a game we could have won, should have won probably. Southgate was too conservative, too defensive minded. Same for the World Cup game against Croatia. But I think this time, people will say, well, you only they only beat Iran. They be only you know as soon as you get to a good side, you got knocked out. But I think he's I think he's evolved his his um, way of thinking this time, and I think he's he's realised that he needs to attack. The team's strengths are in attack. Did he get every decision right at this World Cup? No, probably not. But then, you know, that's he puts faith in players like Raheem Sterling, who we brought on for Saka. Was that a great thing? Well, no, but if Sterling comes on and scores or gets a penalty or sets Harry Kane up, it's it's a different story, isn't it? And and, and if Kane scores that penalty, it's a completely different story. So it's really fine margins. Plus, the referee was a massive wanker and didn't give us anything. So I think, I think that it was really fine margins that England went out. Um, to France in that game. I thought we were a better side, to be honest, overall. Um, France probably just a bit shrewder than we were, a little bit more clinical at the end of the day. But yeah. the, and a very long-winded answer for Southgate in or out. But for me, what you want as an England manager is somebody who sees that role as the pinnacle of their life's work. And I think that's what Southgate thinks that. And I, I would only replace Southgate with somebody who was the next guy of Southgate, as in someone who's going to stay in that position for mm-hmm. 10 years, who's going to bring through young players, who's going to bring manage the relationship within the squad the way that Southgate's done. What I would do, and I've been saying this for a couple of tournaments now, is I would bring in an older, more experienced tactician to sit next to him during the 90 minutes to help him make the big calls um, during the game. And I think that would be of more benefit because I think if you lose him, you lose a lot of the work that's been done and it's it's a very, very difficult job in replacing him. So I would definitely keep him um, until after the next Euros, at least, um, unless there's a, a, a credible person to bring in in this play. And I can't, and I think it should be an English person as well. I think it should mm. be somebody who's gone through the whole, knows the system, the FN, like Southgate. He's possibly a bit too safe and a bit, you know... Conservative, but at the same time, what he's done when you take from Hodgson's when Hodgson left to now, I think it's just absolutely remarkable. Really, when you look at it, the call he, he got to a World Cup semi-final with a team that had Danny Rose, Deli Ali, and Jesse Lingard in it. That is <laughs> ab- that's that's just genius. So, I mean, Dave's <laughs> living here. I, 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 I just see his, see his face in the corner of the screen there, and he's absolutely fuming. Go on, Dave, hit us with it. Vanilla Southgate should. Can you swear on this podcast? Yeah, well, I think can, we already have about fifty. Well, he, can, he can fuck <laughs> off. He's rubbish. He's rubbish. He's shit. He's he's too vanilla. He's too white of the white. He's a yes man for the FA. All right, changing the culture and keeping a positive dynamic. It's not a fucking yoga class. It's fucking football. He's not streetwise enough. He's not nasty enough. His tactics are reliant on Steve Holland, whose pinnacle was crew assistant manager. Before that, if I'm honest with you, don't get me wrong, a lot of players like Gareth Roberts have said he's a great tactician, but it's not Southgate who's got that. You know what I mean? It's Steve Holland. But when it comes to the crunch in international football against top elite managers like Mancini, we got beat. We only just got through at Denmark in the semi-final in the Euros with a really contentious penalty. You know what I mean? So that that was my nervous. I went to the semi-final and Denmark dominated us that game. They absolutely dominated us. And we were on the ropes of most of that game. 
We then went to Italy. I went to that game live. As soon as we scored the goal, he sat back, held back, player five at the back, didn't have any attacking foresight, didn't have any change. He changed player like for an attacker, for an attacker. He didn't try and mix it up by dropping a midfielder out to bring an attacker on. Do you know what I mean? It was just nothing there. That was two years ago. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you wanted my band, so I'm going to give it. I didn't interrupt you. Let me finish. Yeah. Then we go through to this. We've had a really crappy Nations League. Hungary at home, he should have gone then, but the FA didn't want to pay out. He should have gone then, in my opinion. We played Iran. We should beat them. That They're 20th in the world. What a load of crap. Iran are not 20th in the world. We beat Wales. That was playing like a pub team. We, we comprehensively beat them, and we should do. Senegal. We comprehensively... Come on, please. So, what did they play in the final? Was it like South Africa or something like that? Someone stupid like that. No offence. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, the force, <laughs> the force that is more Salah and his mates, you know what I mean? Great, brilliant. And they only scraped through in the final. I think it was penalties that they got to in the end on that. Yeah, not good enough. France schooled us. They were better than us. The, the attack when they scored that first goal, it just showed how tactically inept we were. As Matt said, you need a tactician there. And I'm sorry to say this, but you should be have someone like a Glenn Hoddless sort of manager who could play against Argentina with 10 men. I know it was 1998, but he's got tactical knowledge. And I don't think the English game has got that because I think, look at Graham Potter now, he's struggling. I don't know who they should replace him with, but to say it should be an Englishman is quite, sorry, close, you know, closed shop. And I think you should be looking at a wider... Uh, wider wider angles in terms of what you should do and bring in different players and different managers from different continents because the England DNA was based on Holland's small-sided game. You know, to me, that's where they got it from and that's what they scored on. And, and Southgate's been a technical advisor before he was England number 21 manager. So he's just become this robot of the FA and now to get the press on side, he's had such an easy ride for that, for that loss against France. We got schooled, we were bullied out of the game. You know, there was no... Streetwise credibility, uh, anything that they had. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> but in answer to your question, the answer is no. Southgate should go. We shouldn't keep him on. And all this dilly dallying, saying it's taking a lot of energy out of me. You know, these every tournaments every two two years. Have a day off, Gareth. Get gone. Ross, do you do you miss the days where our manager's head was replaced by part vegetable and uh, <laughs> they were they were hounded by the red tops uh, in the way that Dave wants it back again? Because no, you know, I didn't say that. You know, I, that. <laughs> you know? I just said he got away scot free. You know, look at the Venables manager. He had great people around him. You know, he had Brian Robson helping. Did he get him. get away scot free because England were really unlucky against France and? Had Harry Kane scored that penalty, it would have been completely different. And had the ref not been a massive wanker, there's like it's not that England was shit on the day, is it? No, but it's not that it's not that Southgate got it all wrong. Enough. They weren't yeah, ruthless enough. Is that the player's fault? Yeah, well, yeah. Or the manager's fault? Or both? What is it though? Yeah, well, right, lads, you tell us because like we've obviously gone on. <laughs> I, I I agree. I agree with you for what it's worth, Matt. I mean, I I was pretty much. Over it straight. So after the game had finished, I, I mean, I, I drank a fair bit with my mates Emma and Dave and what have you. And then, it, after, not long after the game had gone, Emma disappeared upstairs to do something. And then me and Dave started talking about like deep non-football stuff. And I just like hit this wall where I was like, "Oh my god, I don't feel well. I'm going to go home." I'm like it's quarter ten, Nick. What are you doing? <laughs> and then they put they put Love Actually on, and I had a bit of a 
hit a bit of a second wind. And then, yeah, I was watching Hugh Grant <laughs> making a tit out of himself. I was well happy. I, I was over it straight away. That's the advantage of a Winter World Cup is that you're just like, as, as me and Russ said on, on our show on Saturday, just like, yeah, fine. I'm, I, it's, it, England isn't the be-all and end-all for me in the oh. day. It's all, it's all about county. But I've, I, I respect your opinion, Dave, even if it is absolute bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> why, is it, why is it bollocks? Why is it bollocks? ボルクスのインインでイスロングはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいはいは
thing you can win every two years. I think that people, um, it, it takes a long time to forge like a winning mentality. Like the, the Argentinians have got it now, now the French have got it, the Spanish had it, the Germans had it, the Italians have it. The Brazil, it's a very small number of teams that have gone on. I was hoping, I, did, I mean, obviously, ideal scenario would have been Croatia to beat Argentina, Morocco to beat France, and it'd be a guaranteed new winner of the World Cup because I think that's really good for the tournament and, and the neutral and everything else. But mm. it takes time to develop that kind of mentality and 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 to be and for it to be realistic like we, the, English, the problem with the english is we think we're the best at everything uh because the, there was a period in our history where we dominated the world and we made this like that's how you, i mean i don't know how many people are you you watch voted for brexit for example but that was all based on this bullshit nonsense that britain is this standalone magnificent nation that is better than everybody at everything which is just bollocks because we're not yeah we're just not who we are anymore and it's this english mentality that we should 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 when it's just look at the reality of the situation just look at where we're at and and we've gone from having all the, i mean like look at the team that sven had and, and, and capello and like the big names you gerard lampard but, Upson, but, yeah, these, <laughs> but they had some James. great they had some great players though didn't they, and they didn't, andy we didn't, johnson you know, we didn't win anything yeah, did we? I, I can't. I, I can't think. You could, you know, I don't think Capello had the best team. In fairness, I think Zengor and Eriksson did. But yeah. now we become this country who just accepts mediocrity. Mediocrity. Well, we should accept it because it, uh, we are uh, mediocre, uh, and that's that's part uh, of it. So the only way you the only way you grow from that is an acceptance of where you are and look at what you need to do. Look at what you need steps you need to put into players and and put a plan into into action. And that's what the FA have done. To be fair, and that's what Southgate's part of. And we've started to move on up. And, and now we're going backwards for quarter-final well, stage, aren't we? No, not backwards. really, no, because we've got... We, it's well, not we going are, backwards. Yeah, it's, it's, well, we, we well, what did it? Croatia got to... Semi-final, Croatia final, got to another semi final, backwards. Croatia got to another semi-final. They didn't win the World Cup, so it doesn't matter, does it? You can see why they're award-winning, can't you now? I mean, one of them I've just muted him, and they don't, they don't even know they're muted. They're just carrying on, like, talking to each other. So it's brilliant. <laughs> right, get you back in the room, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, unmuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, well, that's what so football's all about. Opinions. About opinion, it is. It, it is. I love stupid it. ones. And, and yeah. And <laughs> so, moving on from yeah. England onto the World Cup as a whole, because this same thing happened with Russia. Because of all the human rights stuff and everything that's going on, like the whole geopolitical geopolitical was a big word for me at the weekend. I, I for someone who was very drunk on Saturday night, I used the word geopolitical to refer to the World Cup ties a number of times. Um, but yeah, so there's a whole thing with Russia, like oh, this is, this is terrible that we're having it here, blah blah blah, and then good World Cup. Same same again with this one. But I don't think it's that this World Cup's been an exceptionally amazing. It's just that once you do get into the swing of it. It's just well, it's the World Cup. It's a feast of football, and there's always some good games in there. Like, I don't, it's, but it's been alright, hasn't it? I can get, I can get on board with the Winter World Cup in future. Yeah, it's great coming home watching it on the telly when you get straight in from work, isn't it? You know, the time difference has been great. You know, it's pointless or Morocco versus Tunisia or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's great. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like all oh, the games are done by ten o'clock, so you can just go out on the piss at a weekend as well, which is even which is even better because, as you say, on Saturday night, I was. Three sheets to the wind after that game, and, you know. Um, it was like ten o'clock, and I was I was in bed for quarter like quarter to ten after that because I was absolutely steaming. 
But uh, yeah, I, I don't. I haven't minded it, but I just don't don't like what it's all based around or what it's based on. Um, and these pundits who've been really, really against it, see the checkbook and then go straight over there. Man of the people. Man of the people. Yeah, Gary Neville. People. Love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, how, how about the pundits then? What what of our can can we all agree that Graham Sooners is possibly the worst pundit to ever talk about anything ever? But the best oh, dress. He's going to come out with any impassioned like of him. He, but he's had a he's had a style makeover. Hasn't <laughs> Hal he? Robson Cardu's bad. He's pretty bad, mate. He's yeah. he, he's he's up there with Ver Sooners. He's rubbish. Joe Cole. Sooners bad. Sooners sort of blends into that orange backdrop. That they've got because he's like a rich shade of mahogany now. If you watch that in Ultra HD, it's good about TV as an Ultra HD because if it was, it's burning your eyeballs out. Too much, Graham. It's good a bit you, Pat Butcher yeah. or David Dickinson in it. You could just yeah. see his, You could just see his um his his sexism within his tacit sort of the tacit information. He doesn't look at the women at all. The women, <laughs> you, you just yeah. it's, it's blindingly obvious. It's awful. Yeah. I love it how they shove all the women pundits next to the pitch as well. It's like we're in the studio here, and it's now got Laura and Karen, and it's, you can just see all the boobs who's here. Listen, yeah, thanks. Well, uh, yeah, great. And then the show Laura and Karen getting wayward shots slammed at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's 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 you know all the the, the decade that we're in and, and this move towards a more progressive and inclusive society. You know, everything sort of rubs people up the wrong way, doesn't it? But at the end of the day, like, I think the women winning the Euros was great. That it was a great final. They did some great games. It was great. It's good for football in this country. Football's football at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if it's women yeah. play it or men play it or whatever. It's just like yeah. you know, all it does is show people's all like insecurities about stuff when they start ranting and raving about bloody women doing this and that and the other and all that kind of stuff. So that's quite amusing. But I think, like, for the actual World Cup, I don't – the Winter World Cup, this one, like, in Qatar, I think for a one-off is all right. But it's the middle of the football season and um, I want to concentrate on the football season. I want this World Cup to be when there's no football. That's the whole joy yeah. of the summer thing. There's, like, no yeah. football. So I want the fo- Now, that depends around the world. It might be different in different climates and stuff like that. But I think it's been a bit flat, to be honest, in terms of – it seems like there's only been certain countries whose fans who have really wanted to travel there, and a lot of other fans yeah. haven't travelled. There was not. Where was all the orange from the Dutch? They've obviously mm-hmm. not travelled. Oh, yeah. they've, you know, they've been against Argentina, all fifty of them. Yeah, you know, there's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's not been that real sort of like mixed, vibrant kind of atmosphere. The fact that it was all within like you know six hundred meters of each other, all these stadiums. I mean, it was just like in a time when we're supposed to be a lot more environmentally conscious to. And it, 220 billion quid for the whole time. The, all the other World Cups combined cost 45 billion, and this one cost 220 billion. It's just absolutely ridiculous. I think awarding it Qatar was insane. Have you watched um, FIFA in what's it called? FIFA Uncovered? On no, I've not, not seen it'll that. Just yet. Make me too angry. Watch no, it, it, and it will watch it. will make you angry. It will piss you off. Just just to go back to the women punditry bit, I thought it was really interesting that they brought Jill Scott. England captain, and the first thing he said to her, she's just flown over from the jungle oh. and she's had an eye. And he's t- fucking out talking about I'm a celebrity. It's not like, no, she's a World Cup winning captain. And it, it was just so <laughs> poor from ITV. And Mark Pugach, oh my God, oh. how bad. Can we all agree that? Can we all agree <laughs> that the BBC is better than ITV? Oh, God, of course it is. Yeah. Apart, from, yeah. apart from Lineker. Oh, I like Lineker. Oh, the... oh, I knew you'd, you'd hate Lineker. But, yeah. Listen, you're, yeah. you're younger than me, but like for me, 
Gary, growing up, Gary Lineker was just he's like England striker, you know what I mean? But yeah, exactly. He was a same, hero, same. And, and I, I think he's all right, Lineker. Yeah, no, I, I think no. he's all right. But he's but still the, one of my heroes. The, the, op- the, opening, the opening titles for the for the, for the the World Cup on the BBC are usually pretty good, aren't they? And they've, they've, they've definitely uh, kept that along for this one, for the Qatar one. <laughs> the ITV ones are really bad, like a plane oh. flying over the desert. Exactly, yeah, with, with a flag. flag of it. And then <laughs> a ball going through like a... Moroccan marketplace is like it's like a vase with the I don't know Tunisian next thing next thing one of them will have that this really shitty rocket taking off and stuff like that kid dive down for pearls for like Scottish widows it'll be that next year like Tunisia versus uh, Algeria and it's like it's just rubbish ITB are bad man they're so oh, bad have you, have you noticed, like, the Scottish widows are always, like, really... When you think of widows, you think of, like, old women in, like, a terraced house on their own. These Scottish... There's, there's something going on. Someone's killing these blokes off. Young well, people. killing you people. She's, she's yeah. a good looker. I'm sure she'll be delighted, Dave. Well, she's rich, so give me a ring. <laughs> How, <laughs> she, <laughs> How do you know she's rich? Which is a widow from Scotland. Not many Scottish men spend a lot of money. Uh, oh right, uh, I was I was going towards I was going towards more. She's a she's an advert actress, so she's uh, probably well, not. Rich. She might be not. He, yeah, he takes fine. everything he sees on TV literally. Absolutely. Could tell by his opinions on England. <laughs> well, results don't lie, Russ. So yeah, you know, you're in your little vanilla world of Southgate. No, you're be, right. Uh, you're right. Mass- the, they don't lie. We get we're getting further now than we have done in the past. Semi final, final, quarter final. That's backwards in my book, but never mind. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Let's move on to Stockport and Alder before we get really <laughs> angry with each other. <laughs> I wish I could mute him and all that, you know. But I'm sat next to him and I'm gonna be with him for the next three hours or so. So are you drinking hand sanitizer there, Dave? No. Oh, right. it looked like a sanitizer well, I bottle. When you I have actually it. done it. That was second lockdown for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Fair two. Do you know what? Two, two, I don't think so. Up at this bad boy. So should we should we talk about Oldham and County then? Um, Latics yeah, and County. Because last the last time we spoke, it was we swapped notes, didn't we? Because you were just about to go down and we, we were just, just about well, just about to go up. Um I, I know how it has gone so far, but do you want to explain it from your point of view? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not great to be honest. Um, but like, this is look. I mean, this is the thing about football, isn't it? Like, I dis- we disagree uh, on on it plenty, and, and and obviously, like having a football phone and having a podcast and putting it out there, you you end up in all kinds of debates with all kinds of football intellectuals, don't you? Um, and um, the, you know, the the, the, the thought process is like. From my point of view, is it was always going to take a bit of time to steady the ship, you know. But the, the owners have only been in the, the club for four months or four or five months or something like that. And um, we started off with John Sheridan. Uh, he left. We'd got we won three games by then. Yeah. Uh, so so all the fans were going, "Sack Sheridan! He's not good enough. It's not going to." You know, so the board let him go. And I think more to do with the fact that he was never the long term solution and he knew that he'd retired before he came back to order. He literally came back to try and keep us up. Um didn't happen. Um really hard to get a, a squad together over the summer because for a lot of that time we didn't have an owner. You know, it was in transition. It was, you know, so it was really hard to sign players. The club had a really bad reputation. The new people were coming in. It's taking time to undo that. 
Loads of great stuff's been happening off the pitch. Communication with us, with the fans, the podcast, the supporters foundation, all that kind of stuff gone through the roof in terms of so much better. Facilities at the stadium, training pitch, like everything's coming together. They've hired loads of staff because before there was nothing. Like the club had been stripped bare of like personnel, equipment, everything. It was just on its arse. It really was. Uh, and then the squad was abysmal. So like, you know, they, they brought in Unsworth, uh, he's brought in Jeffers and Ebrill as his coaching staff, Mick Rathbone as the physio. Um, Steve Thompson, head of recruitment, yeah. scouting network. It's, you know, it's all it's, coming together. And, and now we've signed... Head of, head of recruitment, which is basically, right, just go and watch Stockport again. Yeah, it seems to be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they yeah. wanted to bring in like people who are local, they just don't have to do a... You know, and, so we brought in um, Nuttall from Scunthorpe this week, we brought in Alex Reid, we brought in Rooney, as you know. Like There's been people coming in and... Kitchen. Kitchen, yeah. yeah he's, he's been good. Really well. uh, ben Tollett's been really good. We're just giving him an extension to his contract. And Peter Clark's come from Warsaw because he's back up north for his for personal reasons, apparently. Anyway, Unsworth, we won won in 16, won it? It's, yeah, it's 2 uh, 17. He, he won again at the weekend. He really needed to win because the fans were getting twitchy again. Um, some people are really calling for him out and all that because we, we were second bottom. Uh, the yeah. win on Saturday on Sunday has taken us up to fourth bottom now, and with three games in hand on Maidstone, and if we beat Gateshead on Tuesday, then we'll be up and out two points clear. And I think it's all going to be fine. I think the second half of the season we're going to start climbing the table, and everyone yeah. should just chill out. But we, we had fans calling uh, following our defeat against Boreham to postpone the game so we could sack David Unsworth on Sunday and then bring in John Askey for the following week. That's that's where it got to because our fans were in absolute disarray. They weren't trusting the process. All these marginal gains and infrastructure elements off the pitch, which Matt just alluded to, it's all going the right way, but it's just not happening on the pitch. But I was so glad that he won the game against Torquay. I was getting frustrated and I was getting a bit antsy because I thought we were going to go straight back up like the deluded idiot that I was. Never um, gonna, it was never, never going to happen. But yeah, I was if deluded. Only it was on- if only all that was on record on, like... Uh, oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I just like to... you, you saying that and being called out straight away. Yeah. Yeah. To, yeah, it's, it's been... It's just been very strange, but I think it, we have, we're turning a corner now. Like, all this stuff off the pitch is good, and some fans are saying, yeah, it's great, but if we're not winning any games, are we going to go down and play Curzon Astrid in the 409 derby? It doesn't mean anything. But... That's what you've got up against. You've got fans wanting to win and have immediate success. You've got fans who are trusting the process, expecting the consolidation and move up the field, but you know, move up the table. But you know, signing a six-figure, you know, transfer like Joe Nuttall, because it was, you know, reportedly six figures that they've outlaid for him. You know, and signings like Kitchen, who is linking up with Ben Tullett really well. You know, his first few games he looked a bit unfit, which it comes to be expected, you know, coming back from a an ACL. Um but yeah, Rooney's been poor. Rooney has been poor. He's been played out of position, been, though. He has been, yeah. Been played out He's of a position. luxury player, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. 100% yeah. luxury player. Yeah, he can, he'll hit a thunder bastard for you, but he needs to be able just to do what he wants, basically. And as soon as Charlie came in, and that wasn't the case for us, Charlie was like, no, you're not doing what you want. You've got to do what I tell you. It was very apparent, wasn't it, Nick, from, the, from, the, from day one that he wasn't going to fit into our system. But like this whole thing about like expectation of football fans and like 
being, you know, their heads being in the clouds and complete, I'm going to bring it on to county in a minute because I want to know where, where you're at with it. But it's the same, it's like England. Oh, England should be doing this. At Oldham, we're Oldham in the National League. We should be doing it without taking into account any of the actual reality of the situation, how dire it is, how difficult it is and, and all the things that are needed. What's it been like for you guys going up into um, the fourth division and like finding your feet? Because I know you've, you've, you've picked up, haven't you, since you, you, you start, but... Did you have fans expect like is it is it all is like the last eleven years forgotten and it's like we we here and we should be winning the league now is it does it switch to that mentality amongst a large proportion of your fans or are you all a bit more grounded after everything you've been through? Yeah, I'd say largely grounded. I think the only people you have seen kind of having this everything now like we, we want promotion straight away. It's people who've been coming for a year. They, yeah. they came to the Bolton game. I watched the Bolton game on BBC and have thought, oh yeah, I'll have a bit of that. It's cheaper than City or United, but for the most part, I think I think we've we've certainly stayed clear of like any manufactured outrage or sensationalism or anything. It's just even at the start of the season when it I think eight points in the first ten games or something, which is relegation form, whichever way you look at it. I think it was still a sense of well, we'll, we'll get it right. And would you have taken? Here. Would you have taken just survival? As 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 long as you stayed in the division, you'd be happy enough and take it from there. As long as we, we stayed in the mm. division and didn't leave it till the last day, yeah. then I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have taken that. But with, obviously, the own, the owners got bigger ambitions than that. Like with with the money, not so much in terms of like transfer fees, but what we spent on wages and agent fees and the investment off the pitch and in the town as well. I think yeah. the owners expecting us to be to be up there. And the way the way it's looking now, I think I think we will be with hit form earlier than we did last season actually. I think, mm. I mean, we're not going to win. We're not going to win the league. I, th- I still think Leighton Orient are going to absolutely piss it. But playoffs is a definite, and I won't be surprised if we finish top three. But so, yeah, seven, even even if we don't, above. it'll be fine. Yeah, seventh or above. I think there was there was there was literally one or two calling for Chelina's head, and because one of those went on to BBC Radio Manchester, it kind of ballooned up a bit, didn't it? Um, but yeah, balloon it's... being the operative word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it does. We, def, we definitely had to sort of reset our expectations, or I did, because when you've got the club and the manager and the captain coming out, but, but quite rightly being ambitious, you know, we bookies favourites to go up, double bounce. They were coming out and saying, "Yeah, the aim's promotion," and then we had the start that we had. I think you, 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 you know, you, some people panic stations would have kicked in, but but for the most part, no. It's uh, and all that's happened is we've they've had. They've needed time to bed in, time to, to sort of gel, if you like, um, and now we're starting to see, now we're starting to see them come together, and it's it's looking really, really good now. We're playing teams off the park, as Leighton Orient aside, including Charlton. We were much better oh, than Charlton yeah. the other night. After after decent League One, I mean, they've got their off the pitch troubles, but they're a decent League One side, and we look the better over both legs, over both games against them. We look the better team by far. Yeah, and it, and it's made all the more sweeter from where we've come from as well. You know, there's mm. there's obviously people that remember the championship days as as were you, the Premier League days. I mean, I bet you get loads of people uh, recalling that, don't you? You know, we used to be a Premier League club, but we went down to... Yeah, they're all sem- they're all starting to die now. It was yeah, that long, all like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That long ago. When you get like the 26-year-old going, we were founding members yeah. of the Premier League. It's like, well, name the squad then. And they can't because they're dicks. <laughs> he's in, he, was, he told me he was in a bad mood before he got here. So, well, they are. They say, we don't know they're after squad and talk about all oh, we found the members of the Premier well, League. Well, tell yeah. us that, well, we were. Yeah, we, I know we were, but you don't have to like. Press me. Press all me. right, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but you, I bet you get it, though. These younger, 
you young go whippy staffers expecting you know yeah but that's just that that is just that's just the society the today isn't it it's the emotion of football yeah. isn't it, as well it's society today it's it's the society on on twitter and facebook of and nick said it, i say it all the time infinite content everything now arcade fire they they got it on the button with that, with those two statements because that's what they want we need to stop. Uh, I think we need to stop mentioning Arcade Fire when we, when we say them quotes. In, ca- actually, in case we get copyright, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The, the fact that the singers kind of turned out to be a bit problematic. Oh, yeah, he? He, he, yeah, oh yeah, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's a rascal. Mm. What, what is he? like Operation Utrecht, lost profits, sort of. Not that. Oh no, no, no. Not that. that level of rascal. But, All right. Uh, okay. I thought you were just being kind, like you know, a bit on. <laughs> No, you know, didn't want to go too far. He's, 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 yeah, he's, he's a he's a bad rascal, and some of the stuff he's got up to, especially considering he's in a band <laughs> with his wife, <coughs> a bit right. bleak. Okay. Uh, it's alright. Don't I thought I heard he was. He might be a county fan as well. But... Oh, <laughs> that's, that's not be silly. <laughs> we don't want him. Well. <laughs> so, anyway. if we come on to if we come on to the players that are, I've signed for you from County in a second, but I just wanted to ask. I know you had on your show, didn't you? Uh, uns within or out pre Torquay. I'm not going to ask you that, but how much how much time do you give him? I think, it's all, it, gonna, I think it's all going to come good, Ross. Honestly, I think it's it's. I I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't sack him. I think we, you're falling straight into the, the the previous trap of making rash decisions. Richie Wellings, who's absolutely cane in the league with with Leighton Orient, was our manager. His first job was at Latics. Now, if we'd stuck with him, I think he would have got us out of League uh, League Two, back into League One. Mm. Given time, given support, we've had other managers in in there in the t- in, in in that time. We probably would have done a good job, but because our last um, board were trigger happy, you know. So we go into this. What do we want? Who, would, who do we replace him with? Like. It, Fucks everything right up. You set your steps backwards. You've got to like if you trust the board. Everyone, what our thing has been, thing my thing has been about saying right. Do you trust the board? Do you trust the owner? People are saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, trust them with the manager. Then let them make that decision. Let them if they want to sack him, they'll sack him. If they trust him, they trust him. Have some faith in this new in this new board because as soon as you start saying sack the manager, sack the manager, you 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 put it into you calling their judgment. Into you know as well, calling out their judgment and stuff. So, and it just creates this horrible uh, atmosphere at the club. So for me, it's going to come right. I think it will because I think the squad's getting better. He's, he, they're, they're giving him money. They're trusting him to make signings. We've got the recruitment uh, team in place and and the and the signing players. And I think after that result, it's massive, isn't it? I mean, we've got Peterborough Sports, who you would have played, I would imagine. Oh, no, they, no. They, they, no, they're not in the division at the time when you got National, National League North wasn't even that bleak when we were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying something. I yeah. mean, if, we, if we'd still been down there when Peterborough Sports had come up, I think that's when you call it a day, that isn't it. It was oh. bad enough going to like Oxford City. I was going to say you, Oxford wow. City. You get, in, yeah. you get into a taxi, be like, oh, <laughs> Oxford City, Oxford and they take you to the Kassam Stadium. Like, oh, no, there's another team. <laughs> and the taxi drivers, like, oh, I didn't know there's another team in Oxford. I've lived there all my life. That. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. 
you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Away days we count you great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So that sort of right. thing. Just, so just let, let's hope you don't have that to look forward to. Well, we've got them in their fair trophy on Saturday, then we've yeah. got Gates yeah, on Tuesday. Trophy. So really, and then we've got Notts County back to back. Yeah. So like it was obviously flying. So we've got we Gates really, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So we need to win. We need to put a few past Peter for sports and we need to beat Gateshead. And then at least we're going into that double edit on back of three wins. And I think then, you know, hopefully with a bit of confidence and things will turn around. But um, yeah, I, 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 you've been a bit twitchy, haven't you, about Hollingsworth um, and his tactics and stuff. But I, I don't think we should sack him. I think in, in in the National League, especially, you need a lot longer than you get in the Football League just to turn it around, especially with your first managerial role with the credentials he's got on the backroom staff. It must have been a massive culture shock from coming from Everton under twenty threes where everything's done for you to now the National League. But all the, you know, all are a big club, but they've had twenty four years of mismanagement and mm. poor ownership. There's no infrastructure there. So as I said, they're building all these foundations off the pitch. But it must have been really difficult for David Unsworth to come in. So he needs at least eighteen to twenty four months before he's even looked at in terms of his performance and result in terms of his results. Even that's uh, if even that even yeah, if that's in if we go down, if we yeah. go down, we go, if we go down, we go down, and then it'll be again. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> but interesting, <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting. If you look at the stats from where we were at the start of the season to where we are now, or in terms of performance levels, I've 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 been I've had some stuff shared from the sources in the club, and you can see the improvements bit by yeah. bit. And, and all it needs is seven or eight games in the in the national league to get on a run because. So I met stop up and he said you win five games. He said and you just go on this run. And you get fifteen and just, points. And, uh, no, but you you just won't <laughs> stop. It, 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 the, the momentum sort of carries you away through because it, yeah, it yeah. is a confidence league compared to the football league. You could you could win four games on the bouncing the, the football league, and you can, you end up going to Steve like I don't know Stevenage or Forest Green away, and they could be near the bottom, and, they, and, they'll, and they'll turn you over. But whereas in the in the National League, some teams actually fear the form teams, if that makes sense, really. He said he said that when you hit form, you, the, you, you are feared by the, you know, the, the clubs who were just knocking Certainly around. Certainly what him. it was like, like for us last season, we were just, when, about, just beyond this time last year, we were just turning up at teams, weren't we? Like, yeah. Teams where we'd, we historically struggled in non-league and just turning them over without even having to get out of first or second gear. And it yeah. does, but it's just, I mean, it took us probably five years in non-league until we started getting to that point where people would fear us once Jim Gannon came back. Mm. So I, I, you just got to hope it's not it's not long because people will get restless when, when it... I think well, we I, do I, drop to National League Oh, North yeah, they already stuff. are. But like, I think that, I don't think we'll drop to National League North. And I think, I think what our new board have got, um, which our old board didn't, is... They've got, well, brains for starters. They've got some humility though. They'll, they'll they'll go around and they'll look. They're going to places like Bromley and they're, and and they're learning about how well run these clubs are and what makes them successful. Uh, and and just because they're a you know with with all due respect a smaller club doesn't mean they're not a better run club, better organised, yeah. uh, even better with better facilities, better equipped because that's where we've come from. We've been so you know they've been going around and looking at this and saying 
we've got some catching up to do to be competitive in this division, never mind mm. in the EFL. So, like, so the, all this stuff has to be put in place. I think that uh, based on the money that they're spending, the types of contracts that they're giving, the types of players that we seem to be attracting, that we'll stay up this season, we'll go on a good run. And I think the next season might be genuinely in with a shout of, of getting promoted because I think very few of this the, the larger numbers of our squad will be here next season. Only the best players will stay and there'll be a lot of new people coming in. And um, I think we'll be able to have a go because I think the whole, because it's all about momentum and it's all about confidence. It's all about turning that around and the, the, what's going on at the club at the minute is so positive. It's chalk and cheese when you go into the place. It's all smiles. We played a friendly. It's like before, like me, we, I mean, I was barred from like doing it, going into any of the press areas and stuff, but, you know, giving it that and be there to criticise them. Whereas now they couldn't be more open and, and, and friendly and it's permeating through the whole thing. And yeah. I think like the momentum We've been on such a downward trajectory for so long. It's finally coming to an end and it's starting to... So, But having said all that, what a difficult league to get out of, even if you're spending like the money that Wrexham is spending. You know, there's no guarantees that they're going to go up. That's, the, that's the point where you kind of... I mean, from an olden point of view, I'd be hoping that both Knotts and Wrexham would go up this season because yeah, that, that really does ease that bottleneck because that yeah. bottleneck has been getting worse and worse for years. Yeah. But if them two were to go up, that's two yeah. of the big spenders. Yeah. It is, but then you've got Chesterfield and South End will start making a play, won't they? I guess at some point because they're they're doing pretty well at the moment. If they go, we're the biggest. If Wrexham and Notts County go, we're the biggest club in the national yeah. league. I'm not sure who's going to come down, but I don't think it's going to be anybody. You know, you're, probably, you're the biggest club anyway, are you not? Uh, That's like being the best looking fellow on the Burns unit, though, isn't it? That's <laughs> yeah. It, it, just to go back to what you said, before, that was saying. It's it's a massive it, it's a paradigm it really is really this paradigm shift at the moment where we've been so crap for so long now we're doing stuff off the field that's getting better people can't get used to it and it's just it's just a case of the football catching up and as I say it's it's nothing to worry about it's just going to take time it's like anything when you're trying to change the culture it it, it will take time I think I think Steve, Steve Bellis was the one who said it with us when obviously once he came back that was when it started turning around but it's like it's a big ship that you're turning around yeah. it's, yeah. it's the same for you I think it it takes takes a lot more work to yeah. turn a ship that side around. I part of me actually wants you to go to the National League North just because then we won't be like known as the biggest club to be down there in terms yeah, can, of like recent history you can keep that one mate. you can keep that one I think because I mean it's such an epic fail to have done that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't, it really is like, uh, with all due respect, I'm hoping that like nobody else, like clubs of our sort of stature, will, will slip into that because in fact, well, it's looking, I mean, Scunthorpe don't really fall into the same category, but uh, I don't think, but like, they're looking like they're gonna go because they're in all kinds of mess, aren't they? And it's a shame, um, and obviously, York did it as well, didn't they? They, mm. they fell down and. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all about that momentum because York are looking good now. They've got higher. I don't well, know why they sat fact, Six but... weeks ago, there was the second bottom, the third bottom, the three points off the playoffs staff. So there's a long way to go yet. You know, everyone said that, you know. But there's clubs like second that. Half, half, second half of the season, you can just go for it, can't you? They could be good clubs. I mean, not saying that they're not, but that new stand that they've got there and the stadium, it's a great place to watch football this year. And like, you know, there's there's money that's coming in at the lower end, so it's only going to keep getting more and more difficult in it to get out of this division. So, yeah, I'm with you. I hope that I hope that um, Wrexham and Notts County both 
disappear out of it. This, and then we're we're the best looking. Uh, I just thought Redford we're the best looking lads on the, uh, on the birds. on the birds. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, th- the trouble with Halifax is they they can't for, for whatever they try they can't get a fan base, can they? They can't no. grow that fan base. Whereas no. whereas with Oldham, you're you're like us. You're you in terms of fan base, you're bigger than us. You know, you've got a bigger. I'd say a bigger draw if you like if you were in for the championship you'd, you'd probably get loads but you 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 don't have to build that fan base do you? as soon as you start no. winning they'll come back won't they yeah and yeah. they have done but, they have done already and halifax would would get more people in if they were winning as well they were top yeah but not many more but not many no, more. no no but maybe if they got promoted and all that kind of stuff it would start to but yeah i know what you mean we, we don't have that we don't have to but it's the same with all though like the crowds already because like on sunday against talking it was on the telly albeit it was on the telly but it was freezing and you know the quality. We've not we've won one in sixteen before then. The crowd was was it was already starting to drop. Christmas, you know it's yeah. If we start to win, the crowds will come in. But yeah. if you know we just yeah, we just need to start winning football matches because we've forgotten what it's like. Yeah, in all honesty, to be to be not even half decent, just no. to be a bit decent. We've been yeah. terrible for so, yeah, so long it's time. We are you know the band. We're banned from talking about crowds on this show, aren't we? So we, we better move on before right, we get. You are. Well, I am, yeah. So we better we better move on before we get pulled up on it. Right. Um, well, I think we, just to let you know, like we we need to go and like do our prep for our phoning and stuff. Yeah, we've got to like do the shuttle runs in the corridor, get the deep heat on, get you know, on all that, all that stuff. The fluffer is ready. So yeah, pull each other off. Nice. <laughs> you uh, you go off and do that then, and we'll and we'll, uh, we'll carry on for a bit, and we'll talk about county. Yeah, yeah. We'll you can talk about our football league club. Did you? Did you? Just a quick one. Was your nickname for Liam Hogan bomb scare? Because I think he is a bomb scare at the back because he's so bad with his feet and he shock him. It's one of them where when he when he first brings the ball out of defence, you think, oh, oh, this is all right, and then he just comes careering into a challenge and yeah. either loses the ball, <laughs> gets a booking, or injures himself. It's one of the three. It can go either yeah, way. Well, that, I like him as a player, as a captain. Yeah, but that that part of his game, yeah. But he's 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 a leader and a captain on on at that level. You you, yeah. you can't you you won't go far wrong with him. I'd rather have him in the trenches than John Rooney. Put it that way. <laughs> or any Rooney is that matter? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, boys. Yeah. We'll let you go. Thanks you so much for coming on. It's always and, a pleasure, yeah. chaps. Thanks very much for having us. Been real joy. Show the award one more time. Yeah, they do. Show the award. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Catch up for me soon. Yeah, Christmas break. And we'll see you in the EFL. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Getting us in the cup, are you? Yeah. Well, it's the EFL cup. Maybe the EFL cup. We're not in the trophy, so it might be the EFL. It has to be the EFL cup. Yeah. Right. Take care. See you later. Bye. There we go. Always a pleasure. Nothing, nothing like a chat with the older lads to make you feel lucky for what you've got. No, at all. Uh, they've, they've left the camera on. Look at that. <laughs> oh, they've left the camera on and they're having a row. I know, Brilliant. they're having a row as they're walking out. Brilliant. Oh, Not God. very good for the audio. Not very good for the audio podcast, that, but I thought it'd be funny. And they've left it on, so when they come back, we'll, uh, we'll sneak into what they're, what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is this is the best episode ever. This is fantastic. Yeah. So county then, we better talk about county a bit because that got a bit sort of eighty twenty with the uh, the old Oldham there. Um, there's actually no county to talk about apart well on the pitch obviously, um, but there is off the pitch. Phil Bardsley. Well, yes. Well, does he not count as on the pitch? 
I, I hope so. I hope he's going to be on the. Well, plane. he's not been on it yet, has he? He's been on. He's been on the grass though. As, as everyone's so fond of saying now, they don't say a player's back in training. They say, oh, he's back, oh, he's on, the back on the grass. Oh, he's back on the grass, yes. Well, we don't get an emergency drugs test then. <laughs> he's back on the grass, yeah. What did you make of that signing? Really good. I mean, it's one that was in, obviously he's been training with us since, what, September, October time. Uh, I mean, firstly, it makes a lot of sense. I've seen, pe- I've seen people saying, oh, well, we'll let Ash Palmer go and brought... I saw that. In. It's like, no, Ash Palmer wanted to go and play football. Ash Palmer is a specialist central defender. Fraser Horsfall is clearly an upgrade on him, as good as Palmer is, and as much of a legend as he is. Fraser Horsfall is a clear upgrade. Ash Palmer is not a right-sided centre-back. People also think, seem to think Phil Bowsley's come in to play right wing back, which I can't see. I think I think he's right centre back cover because that that's the modern game. You've seen Kyle Walker for England, obviously not not this last few weeks, but previously yeah. Kyle Walker has been at the right of a back three when he's originally a right wing back or a right full back. And I think that's somewhere we need. Like Akil Wright has been phenomenal, but if something happens to Ryan Crosdale. Akio Wright is the yeah. ideal deputy there, so we can slot Phil Bardsley in. And yeah. then, on top of that, he's like, he was playing Premier League what less than six months ago. You know, that's I mean, yeah. not, not to uh, great effect, given the club he was playing for. And he, I'm not saying he was like a regular first team or anything, but that experience can only be good. Look, yeah. at, look at players like Joe, Joe Lewis, who has had some good games and some shaky games. He's only going to learn from someone like Phil Bardsley. Yeah. And we're obviously put, putting our faith in Joe Lewis as like, well, at the moment, the understudy to Fraser Horsfall in that centre of the three. So learning from Phil Bardsley, spot on. And the fact he's giving all his wages to the community trust. It's, it, I, happy I, 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 says it. Yeah, I just think it's, I just, it's a win, 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 isn't it? If we go, if we go to a back four and we need cover at right back. Yeah. Then he's he'll, he'll slot in there, and that experience, like you say, off the pitch, off the grass, um, cannot be underestimated. So yeah, I'm just keep, I'm just keeping one I'm just keeping one eye on Matt and Dave because for everybody listening and watching, they are still online, and we can still we still got the feed to their camera. So at any point they start slagging anybody off or doing some hot takes, we'll uh, we'll bring them in. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave looks like he's pacing around on the phone now. I think yeah. from his agent. <laughs> yeah, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't agree with me. Um, but yeah, I just saw that as a win-win-win. I did see that comment about Ash Palmer, but the, but the one that I saw that 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 um, left bollock WhatsApped me because he does that. He WhatsApp yes. screenshots. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he does. That's what he does. But the one I saw was yes, you come off Twitter and you're still getting it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I'm getting all the best bits. It's like Twitter mm. best bits off off, off Ryan. <laughs> no, no, that's what I call Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Um, it said, it said something like, "Oh, so we got rid of Palmer, but then go and sign another defender." And I'm thinking, if that's your take on it, that I'm glad I've left Twitter. I really am. I don't know who it was. I, I, I don't know where. You know, it might have been a few. I don't know when it was, but yeah, I just thought, wow. Yeah, you know, and even if Palmer against his will, exactly. But but not only that, Ash Palmer, yeah, legend of the club. But there are levels in football, isn't there? Yeah. You know, and this guy has played Premier League football. And it's got low, over 300 games, I think, or something. It's just, I just can't believe what I'm seeing sometimes. So, yeah. Former international as well. I mean, Scotland, but still. Yeah. Well, pfft. yeah. 
it's it's just we're getting to the top end, aren't we? That that's a real I won't say marquee signing, but it's like wow, we can we can attract players like that. And it's, it's it sounds like it's um well it is quid pro quo quid pro, quid pro quo, isn't it? <laughs> that got there in the end. Um yeah. gotta have so, a good grasp of Latin if you're doing a football podcast. <laughs> yeah, you have, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was it was good. Um, at this point, actually, well, we're almost finished, aren't we? Well, we're coming to the end. If you are watching, please do like and subscribe. Um, you can't co- you can't do a live comment unless you're subscribed. That's a new setting. That's that's good. That that that'll get them. Yes, yeah, that'll get that's them. That, but that do you know what that does as well? And I, I forgot to, I forgot to turn it on halfway through this one. It stops those um, you know, those spam. Those sexy spam things that come through. Sexy spam, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's something because that was when you were off the other week. I, I just spent half of the uh, spent half the show just getting rid of the just getting uh, rid of them. Yeah, the, the, the sex people of YouTube. Yeah, Lynn, these are sex people. <laughs> should we uh, should we go back live to the Boundary Park Alert system and see what they're talking about? Yeah, see what's going on. Go on. Yeah, right, we'll get going. All right, see you in a bit. Bye. Kids live. <laughs> Is that yeah. So I think they're talking about um, kids and stuff. Yeah, we need to. We it's boring, isn't it? We need to come off this, don't we? Fancy. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, anyway. It's, uh, as much as I'd like to watch them all, day, <laughs> I'm just very conscious that as soon as we finish here, I'll be putting the audio version up, and there's going to be a definite lull in the <laughs> yes, quality of the yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. There. yeah. I mean, no more than usual, but no. So uh, yeah, they've, they've clocked they've clocked that, and now they've given us the uh, the swivel sign, and they're going bye. Um, so uh, so yeah, so that was that good. Um, the other thing as well on Saturday, just again off the pitch, the new bridge is open to the uh, to the car park, Thompson Street Bridge. Yeah, I've had a walk down. Have you? Just, uh, so can you? So just, uh, let's scope it out. Yeah, nice. I, I wondered this. So you can, you can get from that bridge, and is there a path down the side of the railway line then to the NCP? Or does the path go into the NCP car park? No, from what I could see, the path went to uh, behind the Nelson, that little road behind the Nelson that runs adjacent to Greek Street. Is that I, it? I, I, could, I could, yeah. Or, or maybe there is a bit going to the NCP, like near that car park. I don't know, but I, I didn't see that. I just, oh, right. I was very, very, under, I've, I've been underwhelmed by some bridges in my time, Russ. <laughs> and and with, with that one in particular, I just thought, oh, oh is that it? I even went back and walked over it again, and then again just to see if I was getting that buzz. <laughs> but it didn't happen, mate. It didn't happen. But I'm, I'm sure people will find out on Saturday when we play Gillingham, won't they? Except for the fact that Russ has gone. See, this is always the most awkward bit where Russ just has big internet issues and just absolutely dis. Look at his look. I mean, if you're on the video version, then is is a. Uh, his, his little face is just completely frozen. And it's, I mean, it might it might be the cold. He might have just finally turned into a snowman because this has been. He does look like a little snowman in his in his little hat, actually. But you know what what, what can you do? But yes, we well well Russ isn't here. We are doing a little, we're having a little Christmas do next Wednesday at Stockport Gin. Um, we've drawn out the names of the people. Oh, and, and and I am completely on my own now. This is really awkward. So I will be right with you because I am going to send Russ a link to the 
oh, it's, this this is awful. You know, it, it it does these things and just leaves me to it, and it's just it's just a really horrible state of affairs. Right, I am going to send him the link so he can come back in. Oh no, I don't know. I'm really appreciating that this is a uh, fantastic podcasting. There we go. Right, Russ will be back in a minute, but while we're waiting for him, yeah, I will let you know the people. So we're going to be at Stockport Gym next week for a little... If you've seen the Big Fat Quiz on TV with Jimmy Carr and all that lot, it's that sort of vibe that we're going for. So it's going to be Russ hosting alongside myself and Andy James on one team, Sam Byrne and Liam Richardson on the other. It's going to be fun. Russ has got a really good quiz lined up. And he's actually back now. Are you back, Russell? Hey, yes. Yeah. I, well, you, you you just you just sit tight there while I carry on telling everyone about what's happening next Wednesday and reveal the the people who've been lucky enough to win a oh, free yeah. ticket. Yeah. So we've got we've got some people on our guest list uh, that are friends of ours and contributors to the show. So you'll get to meet the likes of Jory Hatter, Pete and Cal, who do our media stuff, are coming. But in terms of the names that have been drawn out to also come and join us. We have got the following. David Wright, Mark Brockbank, Ryan Harwood, Chris Edgerton, Hannah Brown, Mark Wagster, Adam Jackson, Lewis Barlow and Dave Schofield have all have all come out of my horrible hat. It's very, very, very limited because we're, we're in the distillery at Stockport Gin. So it's, this isn't one of our massive events. It's just a, a little Christmas do to the people people who got in touch because we, we put a few posts out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, a couple about two or three weeks ago and the people who've responded i'm getting dizzy now and the people who've uh people who've so responded have got tickets so i was going mark rockbank ryan howard chris edgerton david wright hannah brown mark wagster adam jackson lewis barlow dave schofield you will all be joining us there's going to be a bar there serving gin and tonics and gin stuff and also lagers and the peter's gate tap is next door that also sells alcohol there'll be some some tables and chairs, so I'd advise getting there early to secure a table. Otherwise, you'll be standing up. So that'll be good. Um, I think I've said everything that needs to be said about that. Yeah, but there will be there will be more live events coming for anyone who anyone who's missed out. There'll be more live events coming up in the new year. We would imagine we've, we've got stuff in the post. In the, was, in the pipeline. Horrible doing it on my own. Sorry, mate. I don't know if you saw the light flicker just before the internet went. Oh, did the internet fully go then? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not even back on yet. So, yeah, sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, that's that's next Wednesday, isn't it? Looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. should be good. I'll be, I'll be on the door with my uh, my clipboard. <laughs> oh, will you? <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause, cause while have, while I'm we're... setting up. Yeah, it's very, very... Well, I'll be getting there before you, I'd imagine, anyway, wouldn't I? So... But yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll move tables and chairs around, and then you can do all the important setting up of the important stuff. But it will be coming out as an audio podcast as well, probably yes. a day or two after, I think. Yeah, no live stream for this, audio only, uh, just because it's easy for us. A uh, bit of a Christmas special for us. So, yeah, happy days. Yeah, and got got some cool people coming coming to see us. We got our yeah, yeah, it's good. It should be alright, shouldn't it? Yeah. I take it you told everybody who the guests were, the the actual special. I, guests. I did, but I'll, I'll 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 tell them again. It'll be Russ hosting a big fat quiz inspired big fat quiz with myself and Andy James of Eight Days a Week and Notion, 
and it will be Sam Byrne and Liam Richardson on the other team for the the more official angle, the more the more professional angle. I think. Given, I mean, I've been speaking to Andy James over the past couple of days about it, and I think they're definitely the professional team. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's what we're hoping anyway. Yeah. Some, I mean, someone has to be. Yeah. I'm going to have the work cut out keeping you all in line, I think. Um, yep. There we go. Yeah, it should, it should be good. Because uh, uh, neither, neither of us like the people we work with. So we thought, well, this this, this can be our Christmas do, because I'm certainly not going on my works one. <laughs> I've already had my works one. Didn't go on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wouldn't let you ask any questions, would they? So Yeah, well, let me do a quiz. Let me do a quiz, the bastards. Losers. I'd have let you do a quiz. Well, in fact, I'm letting you do a quiz. I say letting you. Um, you're you're yeah, letting I, me not do a quiz. <laughs> I think when while we were, when the internet went off, we were talking about um, the bridge. bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So not the Scandinavian that. crime drama. No, no, or the one over the River Kwai. No. No, that'd no. be silly, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be silly. So yeah, the bridge and to NCP, there's got to be a path down there. I'm going to be testing that out on Saturday, and then of course the new fan zone, the county county courtyard. Yeah, yeah, with the uh, the blue and white tap, as I noticed when I went past this week. Oh. That's what one of the little little bar areas called. It's like, they've they've got some work ahead of them to get it up for um, for Saturday. There's no no sign of the uh, marquee structure yet. But right. I'm sure of it. But judging by how quick they were working, I, I, I it should be there. I think it's some good work. I mean, obviously, I, I'm I'm a man's man. You know, I'm I I know all about tradesmen and stuff like that. I I know all about how that works. Like, because I mean, look at me. I'm clearly clearly just one of them. You know, it's really horrible. Like the, the other week, the bin men were like trying to reverse down our road, and I was I was going to go and help them, but I was just you know like. Do whatever that thing standing behind them, but I just worried they'll be like, "Go and get your dad," and I, I just couldn't handle that that crushing blow to myself. What little self esteem I have. Fair dues, fair dues. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Like a lot of stuff. And then, <laughs> for, for all the talk of um, of Saturday, oh yes, uh, Runaway Brewery are doing a pop up thing. It's just behind the pineapple. And there's going to be good beers and pizzas. It's a little soft launch. I think they've been a, they've had a couple of soft launch already, and it's going to be just a, a pop up thing. It's not like the type of place you can go to all the time. So that also opens on Saturday. So you've got that. You've got the fan zone, and then after that, why not pop down to Notion and Basque as well? Just we're, we're overrun with uh, good places to go. Hey, back on the screen. Nope, no, he's not. No, we don't know which one you're on. It's it's gone again, Russ. No, oh, he's done it again. He's just done it again. Yeah, there is also the uh, the small matter of the the Gillingham game on Saturday, which we we were just completely neglect. Is it Gillingham or Colchester? It's Gillingham. It is Gillingham. Uh, are you back, it's, mate? Yeah, it's Gillingham. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always get them two mixed up. Just nondescript towns that I do not give a shit about. Yeah, but interesting about Gillingham. Say interesting shit, really. They've only scored six goals in 20 league games. 
this is a point where we put like a narrator on, like, oh, Gillingham go on to win 1 0. Yeah. Well, that's, do you know what? Yeah. And they scored, I think they scored three past Dagenham to beat Dagenham in the FA Cup 3 2, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. So, not to be underestimated, but I just, I don't know. When, when, we've, when we've spoken about teams not to be underestimated, but we should go past them in the past, in the recent past, like um, Harrogate. Uh, Walsall at the time that we felt we were better than definitely Harrogate um, and we only I mean we got it was nil nil was it Harrogate I think or one all can't remember um, so we shouldn't underestimate Gillingham by any stretch no absolutely absolutely not spot on I think I, th- I think I think we'll be all right I think we've I think home home form will be a staple for us now I think, I think we've we've turned it back into a fortress again. And Charlton yeah. certainly didn't enjoy it last week. It's that, it's that thing again, isn't it? We've, we've done it against a decent League One side and that, that can be the catalyst to to get us really going, I think. Yeah. Yeah. More of that. Some More comments coming that. through. I don't know if you can see these. We're not going to... We're not putting comments up about how many tickets are sold. We're not doing that. Absolutely not doing that. Uh, Crawley Town as well, yeah. Ian Dowden. We were supposed to breeze past them. That was a way, though, wasn't it? We lost 3-2, I think. They're having a terrible time of it, Crawley. Who would, who would have known that getting crypto bros involved in a football club would all go to shit? I thought they picked up, though. Have they not picked up since they got the new manager in? Picked up a bit, and then, or have they gone yeah, back they, off again? They've, they've now transfer-listed the entire squad. Right. On, on, on some some on some weird website. It's probably You probably don't even get the actual player. It's probably just, like, a link to a picture of the player. Or something. Is Fancoin accepted? Not Fancoin. Yeah, yeah Fancoin. Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, uh, is, is it true that the arse has fallen out with Bitcoin now? I don't know. Because I keep I keep seeing uh, all, all these people that like a year ago were like, oh yeah, I've put my money in Bitcoin. That they're, they're suspicious by their absence at the moment. Not not hearing anything of those people anymore. Can you hear me yeah, proper now? Oh, you are you is sending me over the bloody edge tonight. Sorry, it's, mate. It's normally the way around. It's all right. I'll yeah, and I don't know about I don't know if Bitcoin has done that yet, but I do know I, when I was on Twitter, I followed that fest hole, and somebody put um, they invested two grand on Bitcoin, um, and then it went down by something like fifteen hundred quid in a day or two days, and had to had to lie to the missus about about where the money had gone. Uh, but I don't know. That's, people people into it. Will pro- people into it will probably would probably still evangelize about it. But um, yeah, don't know. Too early. I think it's too early. I think it could be something. It's just too early. Yeah. And when I mean, but when I mean too early, I mean like uh, nuclear fusion too early. Graphene too early. Yeah, people are strange when you're a stranger, as uh, Jim Morrison said. But he also sang about a peace frog, so I don't know who to believe. Peace frog? I thought that was Cat Stevens. And on the peace frog, do do. Peace peace frog's definitely the doors, I'm sure it is. Yeah, no, it's peace train I'm talking about. It's peace train, yeah. Just trying to bring some music to it. Oh yeah, I like Cat Stevens. I like a bit of Cat Stevens. Uh, once you get past the religious yeah. stuff, it's very good. Yeah. Which well, it's is like, it's all, like it's all of his, all of his stuff. Is religious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Billy Bragg with like the political stuff. If you, if you if you go past like every song that's called like "There Is Power in a Union" or 
Like, it's your duty and right as a citizen to vote. And then get on to his love songs. You're like, yeah, Billy Bragg's great. Yeah. Can't have it Eng- all, though, can you? English, English Rose. Was that Billy Bragg? No, it's the jam. I think it was Billy the Bragg. The jam did first. a song called English Rose, but I think Billy Bragg, quite possibly. Yeah, both very cockney, aren't they? Yeah, I'm sure the jam covered it, I think. Or it might be the other way around. Maybe somebody in the comments yeah. could uh, could maybe they could could let us I mean, know. This is going to be a cool link now. Uh, bands and artists do do change as they go on, though. And if if if, that's, <laughs> if you do like bands that like, are continually evolving and changing, maybe like after the set, you know, coming up to, to just release the seventh album that's radically different to all the ones before it, then you might like don't believe the hype, which is my other. Arctic, my, my Arctic Monkeys podcast, my other little venture, which is is going very well at the moment, will be setting up a pa- the Patreon will be up right after Christmas because we don't want to go asking people for money right before Christmas. That's a mean thing to do. But yeah, there's going to be loads of like watch alongs and like other doing other songs by side projects and stuff. It's going to be cool. But yeah, you can follow find it on my it's on my Twitter and you can find all the links there. It's on Spotify. All the Good places. We're on TikTok as well, apparently, which continually Ugh. upsets me. I don't do it. I don't. I don't. I don't do the TikToking. I just, I just leave that to Dan. Dan. Dan does all the video stuff. I do all the audio stuff. That's that's fair enough, isn't it? That's Sharing the, the wealth. Sharing the labour. Yeah. Yeah. Billy. Billy Bragg is New England. As yeah, covered by that's McCall. it. As covered by who? Kirsty McCall covered it. She did. Yeah. yeah didn't yeah. I'm sure. Didn't the didn't the jam do a an acoustic of it though as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. No, Jam did English Rose. They might have done New England as well. Well, while we're on uh, Kirsty McCall Rose, what's your favourite Christmas song? <laughs> she died in a uh, jet ski accident, you know. A water ski accident. Jet ski accident. I mean, is it, is it speed, <laughs> speedboat? Yeah. Speedboat. Because you speed. were in the corner. <laughs> um, what's my favourite Christmas? My, my favourite Christmas song is by far, and now a clear winner, it's Wham! Last Christmas. See, right. I have I have got like a, a newfound love for that because not only is it a great Christmas song, it's just a great song. If it did have been what, what probably the perfect pop song, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I love it. I love it. It's a bit weird when you're playing Wham's greatest hits on your on your record player in June, and that's like the sixth song. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. can't just you I, can't I, just, you can't skip it. You've got to lift the needle and then drop it on the next song. You know. Yeah, I had the same thing the other day. I was I had uh, I had Elton John on on shuffle on Spotify because I'm I'm really very into um, Yellow Brick Road by Yellow Brick Road at the moment, and I was having a good listen to that. And then Step Into Christmas came on straight after. And I was like, I was like, oh, it's the 9th of December. It's far too early for this. So that that went mm. off. It's for me. I've, if it was up to me, I'd just put the tree up Boxing Day. I'd put the tree, I'd put the tree up and I'd win. I'd put it up on Christmas Eve and then like Christ, Christmas Day, as soon, as soon as the last mouthful of turkey's done. Take I'd it down. Right. Okay. Step into Christmas on the 24th. Get the fuck Step out. Step out. Get, get out of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go on, get no, out. I- there's a couple of there's a couple of albums that I like that I like to listen to by myself because my kids aren't interested and my wife hates that sort of thing. Is a Bright Eyes Christmas album, but I'm a Bright Eyes fan, as you know. Very very good. Give that a listen. That's on Spotify. And She and Him, a Christmas album as well. M. Ward well, and I, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, you, you you may not know this by looking at it, but I am a huge fan of everything Zoe Deschanel has ever done. Yeah, Particularly yeah, her yeah. Face. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you? I think you watch Elf uh, over Christmas, do you? 
Well, Love Actually is my uh, favourite Christmas film. Just because I like getting really angry at when um, Keira Knightley knocks at the door and she's like, Ruffy Pie, I look quite pretty. <laughs> awful. <laughs> what an awful actor. I've never seen Love Actually. And, I oh, mate. And Keira Knightley is just, she, I just, I just cannot stand the sight of her for some reason. No, I can't. But luckily she's oh. not in it. Luckily she's not even the most hateable person in that film, which is <laughs> great. Yeah. Is Bill that, Nye that in that goes one? To the, Bill Nye's in that one and he's, he's yeah. a shining light. Probably his best performance, I'd say. You see Bill Nye as well. Can't be doing with him. I don't think Love Actually is the film for you, mate. Where do you stand on Hugh Grant? On the neck, I'd imagine. Yeah, no, it's not for me. Some of the no, latest, some of the stuff, some of the latest stuff. He's been in some. Um, he was in some dramas, aren't gen- he? Yeah, he was in the he was in the Gentleman, wasn't he? He was quite good in the yeah. Gentleman as a, as like a yeah. dithering Cockney. But yeah, he was yeah, all right. Hugh Grant. <laughs> Hugh Grant. <laughs> so charmingly <laughs> Yeah. Um. Fun. Fun. Fun thing though. When I was in Slovakia. I was up at like half five in the morning and they had Slovakian TV, as you do, like magazine program in the morning, like this morning, but at six o'clock in the morning, half five, whatever. And for some reason, they played Bill Nye's um, Christmas song. No, no, it was one where the it was like Robert Palmer with um, the girls in yeah, the that's back. Love, that's Love Actually. That's in Love Actually. Is it? That's, that's a like... He basically well, plays go. like that... David Bowie saw in Love Actually, and that's, right, that's well, the video he does and everything. Yeah. Well, you see, I did. Yeah, I've seen some of Love Actually now. <laughs> well, I have, I have now, but it just struck me that in the it's like first thing in the morning, they've got this video, and there's like close ups of 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 crotches of crotches of ladies' crotches lady, and lady crotches. Yeah, and I was like, it's quarter to six in the morning. <laughs> like, what, what, what would you, you would you rather see a lady crotch or a man crotch at that time in the morning? Lady crutches on. I'm asking you all the big questions today, aren't I? Like, do, you know, do you know, I like lady, I, I must, yeah, I like lady crutches and I like, I like men's crutches. There's only one way to find out. Fight! <laughs> I've always wanted to use, I love that, I love that one. I was so, so <laughs> glad we kept that. I was going, I was going through all them clips the other week. I was like, right, what do we need? And I thought, no, no, we do need that one. We do need that one. Uh, Happy Hatter says, uh, last podcast of the year next week. No, there won't be a podcast next week but we'll, there'll, be, there'll be stuff before well the our, our big fat quiz will be released as a podcast and yeah, there'll be stuff before the year's out we'll yeah we'll, we'll games fit to some, talk about yeah we'll definitely fit something in it does get busy for me in that in that week but we'll fit something in I'm well sure. you've got family and people who care about you i don't have any of that so this is it yeah well i care about you come do you want to come around our house when we have a party <laughs> yeah yeah i'll come for a party i'll, I'll think we'll say christmas dinner then that'd be really awkward i don't like eating in front of people thus Oh, do you not? Fair dues. You can't, you can't yeah. eat in front of people when you got a beard. There's like sauces and stuff, and you just cranberry, yeah. cranberry sauce everywhere, and bits of yeah. mince pie. Oh no, I, I don't have fruit on my Christmas dinner. I'm not a psychopath. God, I mean, uh, oh, meat and two veg. Oh, see, so back on the man crotches now, aren't we? Yeah, we're back on the man crotches. Right, should we wrap it up? up should we wrap yeah. it up, Are mate? You... Are you bringing that thing behind you for the live show next week, by the way? Of course. Good, good. It'll be good to get it out of your house, won't it? Yeah. For, finally, yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Thank you to Riley for that as well. It's much appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very much appreciated. Um, yeah, the only the only admin we have is it's the, it's the Christmas quiz next week, Christmas show next week. Um, and that's it. Enjoy the footy on Saturday. Should it go ahead? It should go ahead, shouldn't it? 
I think I think we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think uh, that's putting my weatherman hat on. Yeah, if, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, definitely. Hopefully, it'll be on on Saturday, and then it's Boxing Day after that. In terms of footy, is it? It's them bastards. Yeah, crew. Uh, then it's Walsall See, away. I'm going to be a different person after crew at home because I th- I think the reason for me being the way I am as a person is because I'm so angry about crew. So I think once I get it all out on Boxing Day, I'll be quite cathartic and I'll probably become like quite a lovable, normal-ish person. It spells trouble for you. Fair deuce. <laughs> lovable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that might, that might be very stretch lovable, actually, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I'll uh, I'll be keeping my eye out on that. Be, be watching you. Right. If we do not see or speak to you before, have a lovely Christmas, everybody. And if you're yeah. coming to the uh, if you're coming to the gig next week, we will see you there with a glass of gin and the rest. Okay, see you later, everybody. Bye. Bye. Scarf Begara War is written and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. Our title music was composed by Dan Johnson. For more of our content, go to all the W's scarfbegarawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.